Also, three double decimator less than the top eight was hilarious. Hello, welcome to Michigan's own Bestman Benchwarmers podcast. I'm your host, Alex Merrill, and here today, as is the usual, is Cody Wood. How we doing today? And Matt Corser. It's good to be back. Yeah, you know, uh, there was a, a lot of stuff going on, weddings and life events, COVID outbreak at my facility. So You're in a nursing home? Skilled nursing home, yeah, yeah. It was uh, huge, like, that's what uh, she said. <laughs> well, I, I was told the pandemic was over and we could just go about. You know, some say in Michigan that the pandemic never started. And they stormed the Capitol building. In Lansing, which is where Michigan GT is. Look at that segue. <laughs> oh, but yeah, local news. Uh, Michigan GT is going on like at the very start of October in Lansing. October 1st. $40, which is kind of steep, but I hear the price support's really good. And I believe it's extended it with a ban extended. list. Yeah, the ban list, yeah. But yeah, <clears throat> that's not too bad, honestly. Like, what are you going to introduce? Like, IGs and E Wings? Yeah, I mean, I, I, if I were going to play extended, I intend on going, but if I were to play something that's not like the Republic, I'd probably try triple IGs because that would seem pretty fun. You can do some fun things with them. But Alex, your tugboat. Yeah. My 5.10 loadout to Ronnie. That's basically useless. You get snapshot. And just snapshot. <laughs> I'll do the cluster missile, cluster missile version. And that sucks. Yeah, it's a bummer. But it should be it should be interesting. I know a bunch of people from like Grand Rapids are showing up and some mid Michigan people. Well, isn't uh Corey actually sort of running it? I think so. Or one of his associates. It might be him exactly. I don't remember. But it, it it's fun. I know Cody, you and I went there like the very first release of 2.0. Yeah, that quick build was fun and interesting until all of a sudden you just like put four quad jumpers out on the board or whoa, something. Whoa. I'm sorry, what can possibly be wrong with Lando Shuttle, Boba Fett, two quad jumpers, Tarok and Fen? How can that be unbalanced? And wasn't it like you get two quad jumpers fully loaded out with prox mines, pattern analyzer, everything, and it was only two threat? It was three threat, but yeah, it was it was an escalation tournament. They were just trying it out, and it was really, really broken. But hey, I mean, Cody, you had Redline, who one-shot my Tarok, Proton Torpedoes. I think it was actually Death Rain, because Redline were, had, like, a weird missile. No, but no, you had, you, had, you had Death? No, you had uh, Redline, Rexler, and... Echo, Whisper... Yeah, something stupid. I don't know. That that it was silly. It was fun. Uh, and you can drink there, I believe, right? Because you were, we were, <laughs> we were buying we were each other drinks between between rounds. Uh, right? We might have been doing that. We yeah. just can't bring our own cooler or something. In. Well, yeah. I mean, don't 
do what we did in Atlanta and bring your own alcohol. <laughs> Why not? We did it in Nova. I, I should say, Travis Johnson brought a cooler into Nova, and that was one of the highlights. <laughs> uh, also in local news, uh, like State of Comics, where I was running stuff in Plymouth, can't really do it anymore. They kind of switched over exclusively to Warhammer. Sad. So, yeah. So I'm still waiting on Pando to open, because that's still not open. Yeah, who the hell knows when that's going to happen? So kind of our only weekly local stuff around, like, this area of Michigan is Eternal on Saturdays. Yeah. Which is still 45 minutes to an hour away from me, which is really sad. Me too. But, uh, again, looking for places. Uh, One of my buddies said that maybe there's a place in, like, Bloomfield that might do something. Which isn't terribly close, but it's a little bit closer, like halfway between, like, Eternal and us. And then in Yipsy, uh, Matt, I believe you said Golden Rhino is expanding. Yeah, like they said on Facebook a few weeks ago that they're opening up. I think they bought out the lease on the building next to them and they're tearing the wall down and having more tables. So that's a pretty solid place. Yeah, if they're in the Ipsy area. It'd be nice if uh, he joined the X-Wing Michigan group and shared when he had X-Wing events, but... I blame Sam. I'm going to yell at Sam for that, even though it's not his fault. It is his fault. He lives over there. He's in Ann Arbor. It's close enough. (laughs) Whatever happened to Fun for All? That's a great question. (laughs) Matt left the area. I left the area, yeah. Well, uh... Bleak news, I guess, for people in Michigan, but that's gonna we're gonna figure something out. Yeah, wasn't uh, there also the tournament at Eternal yesterday? How did that go? Uh, well, there was four people, and it was very fun. Way to go! <laughs> but we ended up with three two and ones and a one zero oh, and three. Oof! So wait, you guys just round robin? No wait. Yeah, almost. I mean we did round robin, but like I lost, I lost Orion. Ryan lost to Glenn, and Glenn lost to me. Oh, yeah. So I was like, well, <laughs> that was fun. Two resistance lists, two republic lists. <laughs> As is what should be, I guess. Some quality glue. <laughs> I mean, resistance dominated the cut at uh, Nova, so... Yeah, it's almost like people listen to our episode on how you could actually build things in Resistance. People just aren't putting effort into it. And then people did. And look at them now. No, no. Oh. The meta's solved. It's all Rebel Alpha, Defender Vader, and uh, uh, TIE Swarms. Sure. Obviously. <laughs> don't, forget, don't forget the First Order Bombers. No, no, no. That, that's not better. Yeah. Neither are Double Fire Sprays. And like a bazillion other things that are going on right now. Um, but speaking of, let's just we're gonna dive into we some catching up. We got like GSP, Italy, Netherlands, and then Nova to go through. So first off at GSP, uh, Oricon, hundred and two players. We're just gonna go through the top four because this was. A couple weeks ago, I'm sure people talked about it, but they had some interesting lists. And this was the GSP 
TTS event. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, top four, Kevin O'Connell. I believe he was first in Swiss or something. I don't know. Yes, he was. Okay. <laughs> he had Wampa and two Jingoists, which I'm sure no one has ever flown before, ever. I've never seen it on the table. <laughs> uh, both the Jingoists with Contraband and Elusive on Wampa, which is a kind of my choice if I were to do it. Uh, I, I can't think of a better EPT for two points. You don't got to put Predator on Wampa, right? Someone has. I've seen it before. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, other people will put, like, Discipline on Wampa or something, I guess. But, I mean, Elusive makes the most sense to me. Try to keep yeah. them as long and annoying as you can. Uh, this Iden had Elusive, Ruthless, HLC, and Targeting Computer. Okay. I don't know why. <laughs> the Ruthless with no Deadman ISP Jingoists. Also, the Titan computer is sort of a weird one because, like, mathematically, target lock and focus are basically the same unless you're going for crits. But you're not you using the HLC, HLC for crits, yeah. <laughs> so that was interesting. Uh, maybe he's like, hey, there's a lot of bigger base ships. Maybe some decimators, lats, or whatever, and it's easier to, to sink more damage into them. Uh, you see, he was in the wrong tournament if he was wanting to go against Double Desi. <laughs> yeah, well, he should have moved to the Netherlands. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, at first in Swiss, he's doing something right. So I'm not going to complain. Oh, and uh, also he had Vader with Malice Juke, HLC, and then Valeruda with Marksmanship. But the interesting thing was the Iden. I wonder if he was. I don't know. And there was a guy who came in second in Swiss and then couldn't make the cut the next day. And his list was fun. That's always sad. Alan Clark. Yeah, he had a stub with shield upgrade, which Sanazuski was running yesterday in the tournament, actually. More health, I guess. And that's the one that modulates his agility and attack value. So but he also had broadside with dedicated ion turret R4 proton bombs, delayed fuses. I haven't seen Broadside's a broadside in a long time. The five coster, matchsticks the six. <sighs> Are they really that expensive? No, there's. I don't think the only six point. No, matchsticks the five and yeah. broadside's the four. Yeah, okay. and then Anakin's the six. Yeah. Uh, he had Hawk with dedicated barrage rockets, night owl commandos, and agile gunner. Okay. Contrail with Ion Limiter Override, Precision Ion Engines, the Bash and Proxy titles, and then Rick Ali with Daredevil FCS, R2C4, and Advanced Proton Torpedoes. Man, there's like no... Second in Swiss. Did he not run against a Defender Vader? Sorry, Matt. No, I'm just saying there's no force in this list. Like... (laughs) (laughs) Also, can we talk about Rick? Like, he is extremely hard countered by like defender vader right now right like yeah it's gotta go faster <laughs> yeah hit him Always with that five straight five straight <laughs> and it's like turn. five points five points with a 15 point loadout and that r2 c4 droid that's the one that like you spend the evade to change something to hit i think it's like a focus to it too it's not even like amazing yeah, and you have to so. spin the evade, so now everybody's shooting at you. It's just like, oh, cool, you don't have a defensive mod. I mean, I guess like it's 
easier to flank in 2.5 with Rec Ollie than it would be in 2.0 because you don't have to go against an entire list. Uh, but still, like, I don't... <sighs> I don't know what else you're doing. You like stub, Y wing, and contrail, and then hawk with night owl commandos. I don't. I mean, the commandos are definitely the MVP of that list. Like, I don't know if you've played them in person, but like, if you move them every turn, like, even if they don't have anything, just giving strains to people can be pretty good. That's the problem just... is moving them in person every. <laughs> system phase hey this was an online tournament so i guess that's but uh, way to go alan clark i i i couldn't fly that list to the success that you did definitely a good job like i wonder what happens if he would have stayed winning it all <laughs> yeah, i would have broke the I, internet <laughs> really would have and, there's always, and like it would have changed all the pairings inside the cut and all that, so <laughs> that would have been pretty cool to see. The other top four person, um, Juan, he had two Bactoid prototypes with FCS Discord missiles and energy energy shell charges, independent calculations. Two Lahar shell prototypes with energy shell charges. <laughs> DFS 081 with energy cell charges. Um, I guess munitions fail safe because why not? Yeah, he didn't vaults. take any of the independent calculations on the vultures. And then Django with Notorious, Dooku, Seismics, False Transponder Codes, Contraband, and Boba Fett. So if, <clears throat> I actually don't like independent calcs because it just really limits your dial when you're doing all that. Um, so I sort of like to see that. But also, is the back toy prototype the bomber? or That's the yeah. hyena one, yeah. Okay. Initiative one hyena bomber. That is, I think it's like you can ignore the missile requirement. So yeah, the the focus uh, calculator target lock requirement of whatever you're shooting. Yeah. Okay. So they can they could hypothetically get rockets. <laughs> True. <laughs> but, but they went with discords and energy shell charges. I do like ESCs. That's a nice little alpha move. Just like something ends up range three, and well, it's probably no longer at range three. Yeah, uh, I mean, you got what five of them coming at you, and two discord missiles. Yeah. And with the independent calculations, you can shoot the discord missiles and then still shoot the energy shell charges. Yep. You said only the bombers have an independent. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I think their ability is. Um. They they ignore the credit the. If if a ship with network calculation shipability has a lock on the defender, so the droids, the vultures still have networked, so they can lock something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which, nice I little mean, walk it, around. It kind of pairs, I think, because the hard chore is uh, if a ship in your bullseye activates. No, it's yeah. an enemy ship in your bullseye, zero to two, declares another friendly ship as a defender. You can perform a calculator or a target lock action. Yeah, so they can. You know, if you remember that they have an ability, you can use. Which I'm, I'm going to assume that he did, because he did. He brought these. You can target lock someone, then the Bactoid can use. If it doesn't have a calculator, can fire the energy shell charges. Yeah, it's also pretty cool because now you have double modded uh, ESCs. Mm-hmm. And then Django being Django, and DFS 081 being still the cheapest. 
thing that can also take energy shell charges. That's also a vulture. So that was pretty cool. That's a unique place. You haven't seen energy shell charges in a bit. Nope. I'm always, it's always nice to see droids on the table. Mm-hmm. I know not everybody will agree with that. Well, they're wrong. Uh, yeah. Honestly, I think <laughs> especially right now, they're pretty wholesome. So uh, next up, the runner up, uh, William Hayes. He had the Vizier with Palpatine, Pierce Sabak with Targeted Computer and Proxy Mines, Vagabond with Proxy Mines and Proton Bombs, Countdown with Ion Bombs, Marksmanship, Elusive, and Targeting Computer, and Commandant Goron with Shield Upgrade and Sensitive Controls. Runner up. You remember the saying of people don't know how to play against bombs? <laughs> I think that was the philosophy with this. And I think and it they're strikers too. So it's like they're fast, but they're like fragile for what you're trying to do. Yeah. Well, hey, countdown takes offense. Sorry. Matt. True. Four hull with two agility and just, oh man, I, I, I want to know how many people were just like <laughs> vagabond with those prox mines. And Goron, I believe, is under initiative four, right? So he's not giving evades to Countdown or Sabak. He's nope. giving to Vagabond and Vizier. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I, if I remember correctly, he was on stream during cut. And I and he, he usually gave the evade to Vizier to keep the Reaper alive longer for Palpatine. It's just, it's just really interesting. Um, I mean, I, I count down super good because he's yep. he's really annoying. Uh, I mean, Vagabond's actually kind of interesting because you can Vizier and do like a coordinate, like a roll to him or whatever, and then do his movement and then drop the bomb because it's Vagabond. So you can actually yep. get in some real interesting spots. Hmm, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I just uh, Vagabond's initiative too, isn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can move them at whatever order you want. It's it's pretty interesting. I uh, I don't I don't I don't I I I'm blown away that it went to final table. Must but, have been uh, doing something right. Yeah, I mean, strikers are good. There's still three tactiles, and you know some of them have targeting computer now, so that helps. Does it? I guess. I mean, it helps to Bach. Does it? <laughs> I mean, I don't, I wouldn't joust a whole list with Sabak and roll up with a target lock, but he's fast stuff to get mine things. I don't know. That's a cool list. Congratulations, William Hayes. And then the guy who came in first, uh, Crispy, Christopher Patrick, who's just on a tear like Has the a- past couple months. It's insane. Has there been anybody who's, like, done what he's been doing? Like, just tearing apart everything and winning events like him? Uh, not, like, recently. But, man, yeah, he's won, what, like, two GSP things. He won Kyver and did he won Nova, right? Yep, and then he made cut at Gen Con. Yeah. Just, just crushing it. And with, like, different factions and different lists, too, which is even more awesome. I think this is the only time he like pulled out the scum list, though. But usually it's his uh, FO list. Yeah. But uh, I really like the scum list. Oh, sort of. Yeah, yeah. It's got the Mandalorian with Juke, Predator, the Child, Fen Rao crew. 
Rito and the Raids Cross title. Cad Bane with Ion Cannon, uh, Jamming Beam, Contraband, False Transponder Codes, Zogus, and Ion Bombs. Um, Manaru with Notorious, Jamming Beam, Gar Saxon, Gunner, Overtune Modulators, the title, and R5P8. And also uh, Gamut with Glavin, Deadman Switch. Uh, it, it's, uh, that's a list. It is. The uh, Mandalorian, man, uh, with Juke. I mean, you got two force, right? So you can do, like, the roll into the evade. And then or whatever. Gamut. Or just have evade, yeah. Or you'd have Gamut hold something from before. You could have two evades, two force rolling up to combat. Shoot me. And Predator. Yeah. And an ability, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's that's interesting. And then Fen Rao uh, crew. It's kind of a, an interesting take on that because, like, what he does is um, for a friendly ship at zero to two engages, if their maneuver is at least one speed or higher than the enemy ship in his front arc, at range one, that friendly ship can remove a non-red target lock. It's actually pretty good ability if you remember to use it on all of your list. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's no I mean, restrictions. It's not like a once per t- round. Yeah, just zero to two. And they have to have an enemy in their front arc at range one that they move faster than. But no, they don't have to move faster. They just have to not do a, uh, they have to do a positive speed maneuver. Yeah, just yourself. Yourself. Oh, or sorry. Your one speed or higher. Yeah. Which I bad. That. That helps the Mandalorian get rid of stress because, I mean, we know how awful that dial is. It's just go straight. It helps Cad get rid of stress on the maneuvers when he, uh, like, does the boost focus. Uh, yeah. See, the, the fun thing with, with Cad is that he can do, like, the, the link actions and then hit someone or, like, activate, remove the stress, hit someone, and then zuck as them and then give them the stress, too. So it's mm-hmm. like, because you can't use zuck as if you're already stressed. Yeah, it's so pretty, it's, yeah. pretty cheeky. And then Manu comes like, oh, that's a nice stress you got there. What yeah. if I just rolled an extra die? <laughs> hey, see, look, you're not stressed anymore. See? Awesome. I, I didn't burgle your agency. I just rolled extra dice. You're fine now. <laughs> but no, it sounds like a super cool list. I like that. Um, I like the Fenrao, Cad Bane kind of shenanigans with Manaru. I mean, Gamu might be the best three-point ship you can get in Scum, period. Yeah. Hard to do a list without him. Only if you have Kanan. <laughs> right. So it's like, ah, that, that's, 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 a, that's a hell of a list. That's pretty cool. I enjoy it. Congratulations. Congrats. I will like to see the performance of other people trying that list out. If we had more clout, we could have gotten crispy on the show like everybody else did. (laughs) Hey, we had other people on our show before. We have. Yes, we have. Just they're all from Michigan. Yeah. Sam Sam was in like uh, Tennessee when we recorded with him, so he can be. Yeah, sure. It's not like a Michigan native anyways. It's fine. Exactly. Yeah. So that was GSP. 
uh, up next is Italy, which is they got some they got some interesting list over here. So in top eight, you have Aurelian Calre, something like that. I'm not going to do a racist Italian accent, so that, that's what we're going to go with. Uh, he's got Trigraphy Flyboy Poe, uh, Kaz, Wishla, Shaza, and Kaithranali. You've uh, been seeing that, uh, those three Y-Wings together a lot. That seems yeah. like a n- really strong beatbox right there. So Poe, this kind of seems like most people are taking the loadout as. It's heroic R4, Ferrosphere, Proton Torpedoes, Overdrive, Munitions Failsafe, and uh, like Jamming Beam, because he does have an extra Torp slot, which is kind of cool. Uh, Kaz had Notorious Overtune Targeting Computer's Shield Upgrade. Oh, nice. That's, seems about yeah. right, like, honestly. Give you an extra health. Yeah, I mean, and it's a shield, so like, you don't have a repair droid there. But also, you have an extra health from shield upgrade, so that seems fine. And you can still roll off. I mean, you have Notorious, so you're already dissuading people from shooting you. Just don't run into Wampa. Yeah, that's true. Any of the I-1s or the energy cell charge list. That poor Kaz. Uh, yeah, and then like Wishla, Shaza, and Kaithernali. They're the, the Y-Wings, the 3-point Y-Wings that everyone's been flying a lot lately. Uh, all three of these have Ion Cannon turret, so that's not fun. And, you know, they have Engine Upgrade, they have Targeting Computer, because that's just really silly to roll up, take a target lock, and hit someone with the Calculate 2, or Boost Calculate. Or if you take that one droid, Rotate Calculate, and pass it off. But they didn't have it on this one. And so yeah, they all of them have Proton Bombs, too. Okay. Yeah. I, if I was going to run this, I would fly with Finpod, mostly because I don't own three Y-Wings, and I don't plan on buying another Y-Wing pack right now. That's that's entirely reasonable. Mm-hmm. I also feel like Finn might be just better than a yeah. Y-Wing. I, I know how much Finn has triggered me in the past, and the idea of doing it to someone else... Um, but in this list, it might not be just because of how spaced out everything is. Because it looks like I would try to flank with every single one of these ships. Yeah, that's the thing. The Y wings are extremely maneuverable when you can do a three bank boost and still get like a mod. With also, the because they have the side arc, they can just like sort of strap around an ionized target, not getting shot at. Right, and they have bombs for anyone who does try to follow them. Yep. But I agree. I would run Fen because I only own two Y-Wings, and I don't intend on picking up another one. <laughs> well, the good news is you wouldn't pick up just one. True. <laughs> uh, so that, that was, you'll see that kind of style of Republic list fairly frequently. Resistance. Same thing. Um, next up in the top eight is Fabian. Uh, he had Cad Bane, Manaru, Gamut, and not the Mandalorian because he took Rookast, which is really interesting to me. Man, imagine trying to keep the board state when you like one of your ships takes up a quarter of the board by itself. <laughs> and he's got commandos too, which is really funny. Uh, I, so it's like 
I mean, Rook cast, I guess I should explain that because no one flies the gauntlet. Sad. He's at a three. She. I remember that she's a she now. Uh, she's at initiative three. And before you engage, uh, you can gain a strain token. And only perform a primary attack. If you're strained, you can change one of your blank or focus results to a hit. Super good. Mm -hmm. Super, super good. And as the child and Mandalorian Super Commandos and Veteran Tail Gunner. I like Rickcast a lot. Yeah. I do too. Especially with the Veteran Tail Gunner. Like, even if it's just a two die gun out the back, you, you already have the strain. So you're shooting a, like a really well modded two die gun that should always be two hits, honestly. Yeah. And you have the child. So you have like two force that you can kind of mod. Mm -hmm. It's just if I was facing this list, other than if they just served me up Cad Bane, I would just go after Rook because that's seven points. And I mean, they have two agility, which is nice, and like 11 health, but I, you know I what? Know. You could just shoot an APT and make it feel real sad. <laughs> True. But uh, I like that list. I am curious. As if someone will run that core of Cad, Manaru, and Gamut, and then have like a Bosk instead of Rook or Mandalorian. Might be interesting. You also swap out Super Commandos and the Child for something like, uh, like Fen and like Forlom and like Novice Tech, which would be kind of interesting. Cause then you can also pull off the Ion tokens with Forlom with Fenral, <laughs> which is really funny. Um, because it's non-red locked or non-lock red token. True, but you. All right, I get you. You get it from the previous rounds. Yeah. I mean, you're a large base shift. You can take up the three. Well, the the cool thing with these gauntlets is there's so much loadout points. And they have so many slots. There's a ton of different ways to build them to whatever your play style is. Do what you want, man. Yep. If only she had a title. For right. The show. I, I know. I mean, Maul gets one. Why can't she? I don't know. I'm sure there's lore in that. I'm sure. God, uh, why small nine points? <laughs> right? Yeah, That's no, for no reason. Problem. Uh, yeah, sad. So up next is uh, Duca de Alba. He was running um, the Cad Bane and Django and Grievous in DFS 081. It's the Separatist Cad Bane. Pretty standard Separatist list. It was notorious. Uh, Django had notorious Dooku thermal detonators, false transponder code, veteran tail gunner. So they got rid of like having Boba Fett on there and like seismics for just veteran tail gunner, which is cool. Uh, probably better. Like get that double tap on an I6. Why not? Yeah. Cad Bane had marksmanship, proton cannons, false transponder codes, and Savage. <laughs> <laughs> which is the really going all in on that uh, bullseye everything. Yeah, you're just hoping DFS dies to proc the ability or Django double taps things, mm -hmm. gets two kills, so you get two actions. <laughs> I mean, Grievous is also the same initiative, so you can shoot with Grievous first, too. True. That's the standard Grievous about maneuver, Impervium Solus one. And then DFS had energy shells, actually, instead of, like, Discord missiles, which is what occasionally you'll see. So I think that's that's pretty cool. I like Savage. I like 
the, the concept of Cad Bane. I still haven't really flown them too much, but I know Matt, you were doing that for a bit. Yeah, I flew this list for a while. I haven't flown it for a minute, but I like Separatist Cad Bane a lot. Would you be? Would you run the Proton Cannons Marksmanship Savage on them? I I would run Savage on them. I I don't know because Savage eats up a lot of points. To, I I really like the HLC Ion Cannon just because it gives a lot of flexibility. But man, yeah, yeah, I mean, he's going all in on the potential bullseyes. Which really works with his ability, you know, yeah. obviously not to be able to spend greener tokens on him, which is really nice. I would be interested to see how often he used false transponder codes because I do like the idea of engine upgrade on Cad Bane. So that way he can do the boost if he if he's stressed. He can still do the boost and not get stressed if he's mm-hmm. already stressed. So... But- FTC is also really good against, like, yeah. uh, for anti-alpha. Like, target lock me, and you're going to lose the target lock. So. Yeah, I mean, it's great. And the last top eight, Ander Lopez. He had roughly the standard, you know, Flyboy Poe, Shaza, Wishla, Finn, and then Liga Fasong, a different Y-Wing. Well, that's, uh, what is it? Uh, no, was Lega also? She has four, four points? points. Yeah, she's the one where you get like this is going by memory. I believe she gets like rerolls if there's like calculating ships or devices in the attack arc. But let me double check. While you perform a primary or turret attack, you may reroll one attack die for each friendly device or calculating friendly ship in the attack arc. Okay. Uh, but also more importantly, she can take electro chaff missiles and BB-8, which is yep. hilarious to boost or barrel roll in the system phase, then launch the electro chaff missiles. Yeah, it's like we don't see it somewhere else in a different faction. Nope, nowhere. <laughs> That's one you can at least roll, which is pretty nice. And then Finn seems like to be the standard loadout of Predator Heroic Perceptive Copilot. Uh, Wishla had cluster mines, which is a thing you can do. Yeah, you don't see that very often. Shaza again had the proton bombs. Again, all these are ion cannons, turrets, uh, proton bombs, all that stuff. So you'll be seeing that up a lot more. Good times. Why wing oppression? Remember Bob Rebel did- Beef. Well, they're just, they're three points, and they've got, like, so many loadout points, too. Yeah, I mean, they were expected to take, like, wartime loadout, right, which is ten points. So that would leave them with, like, three or four points extra. Mm -hmm. And it's standardized, so it would force you to do it all. Except for everyone's like, what if we just didn't take wartime loadout? (laughs) It made ion strafing Y-wings that hit really hard. And then no one's going to take Zori Bliss because you can't have a filler of a, another three-point Y-Wing in it. So do they need to do the uh, Aether Sprite with the wartime? Would that be the only way to actually balance that? I, I have no idea because you can't really like bring down. I guess maybe you can decrease everyone's loadout and then errata wartime to give you like an additional like 10 points worth of loadout. But that's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Then why wouldn't you take it at that point? I mean, boosty boys are fun. 
or if you didn't have enough like points, maybe have it cost like eight and give you ten points worth of loadout, and then like Shaza could take like six points worth of loadout or whatever. I don't know. That's that. I don't know what they're gonna do with wartime loadout. <laughs> yeah, I understand what they're trying to like with the card coming out, but yeah, it's just. All right. Yeah. It was also designed with 2.0 in mind, yes. and not 2.5. So, so uh, top two, top four. Sorry, top four. Uh, Lucas, gosh, I don't know. It's Italy. Uh, he had actually a really, really cool rebel list of people that it's like. At the very beginning of like 2.5, they just like plucked that list and then just kept playing it. Because it's Lando and the Falcon with nine uh, perceptive co pilot Viston and the title. Decent, lo- de- decent uh, loadout for him. Yeah. Jake with elusive marksmanship concussion missiles and vectored cannons. I, man, I haven't seen Jake in a long time and I miss him and I'm glad he's back. Kraken, who I think is the most underrated piece in rebels with uh fire control plasma torps and then magva with marksmanship the child tactical officer contraband i have a buddy who might actually fly this list doesn't magma not let you re-roll or something you re-roll one die. Lets you, yeah re-roll one die so Which- it's it really it works well with the child because everyone get them free locks, but you can only re-roll one die. I right. like it. And then like Lando's passing out actions, Jake's passing out actions, Kraken's passing out act passing out actions. The you only problem do whatever you want is Jake and Kraken have to be range one of each other, or like range one of the target. Magva has a coordinate that reaches out to range two. And Lando's range zero to three, right? Yeah, Lando's just do whatever you want. But like, if you stick Kraken next to Magva, Kraken can shoot, and the Magva can like coordinate someone. True. Or Lando can have Magva coordinate someone at I five. Maybe like a boost to Jake or whatever, who can then pass off another focus token. There's a lot of rebel token sharing in this. Which Kraken? You said Kraken's one of the most underrated pieces. I, he's been making a lot of rounds lately. I've been seeing him a lot more on uh, various yeah. streams and in certain lists. I mean, he's yeah, three he's, points, three points for I five decent quarter. ability. Like, why wouldn't you fly him? And he can bring a plasma torp. You could also bring like swarm tactics ion torpedoes, which is kind of funny. But also, you could bring snapshot, which is also more funny. Is it just every range. time he attacks? It's yeah. every time he attacks, yeah. I don't think that'd be great, but you can do it. Lando's taking the blue anyways. Uh, the other top four is uh, Giovanni de Rousseau. R- R- Rousseau, sure. It's not French, so it's not Rousseau. It's Rousseau. I don't know. Uh, uh, he had a Republic list. Yay. He had Hound with Corky and Satine and Seven Fleet Gunner. All right, so this list doesn't die. Right. My problem with Satine and Corky and, like, three other ships in this case is four, but, like, a lot of times it'll be, like, three other ships or so. It just doesn't have enough damage output to kill things, even with the Seventh Fleet. But let's go on the rest of his list. Obi-Wan with elusive R2-D2. 
which you see a lot. And this is CLT OB one. Uh, yeah, CLT OB, yep. CLT Mace with heightened perception and R four P seventeen. That's the after you do a ride maneuver, spend a charge, take an action. Which appears nicely with his pilot ability, where he does a red maneuver, he gets a force back. Isn't that like his actual droid in lore or something? No, I I looked it up. Oh. That that droid is Obi Wan's droid. His droid is not in the game. Oh, fair enough, I guess. Um, Contrail with crack shot R seven A seven delayed fuses and proton bombs. What Duncan was running at uh, Gen Con. And then click with dedicated R3 and proton bombs. So here's the problem with 7th Fleet and two CLT Jedi. You can only 7th Fleet one of them a turn. Yeah. I don't like having two, two CLT Jedi and two V-Wings, even if you have... Like, the list isn't going to die, and by and large, it's actually pretty solid for something like crates where dodging attacks is very critical. And you do have five ships, and one of them is being a medium base, so, like, assault's not too bad. And scramble's not too bad because you still get mods. Like. Right, because you can still, as long as you have, like, Satine active, you can still get some stuff. He says, you're not, like, killing ships too much with this list. I mean, you're counting on Obi-Wan just to basically solo a list with some chip damage from Contrail and maybe Mace. Yeah. And, I mean, okay, he got top four, so he did something right for sure. It's just I I don't see I, – I personally don't like Satine and Corky in a list where you just don't have things that do a lot of damage. I mean, so if you keep – if you stay alive long enough, you will do damage. Like, I, even two die attacks, like, with three agility, I – you do damage, so I think, 33% of the time, like, A damage. So if you throw enough two-die attacks at something, you're going to eventually push damage through. True, you, but I don't know. But, will the game last that long that start, they actually start killing things with all that chip damage? I mean, yeah, the average... I don't know what the round count was, was here in Italy, but in... Uh, I know mine is, like, eight rounds. Eight or nine rounds. Well, you also play like ridiculously fast too. I played a little bit slow at Nova. I, I would say I mine. Thinking. I think mine lasts around five or six, but also I'll either just run through something or just crash and burn. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean it's good. Top four, to, you know. Congratulations. Can't argue with that. And it's it's a republic, so it's near and dear to my heart. Uh, next up, the runner-up, Nicholas Durand, uh, Vizier with Pelp, Faroff with Ruthless, the Child and Targeting Computer, Aiden with Ion Cannon Elusive, Moff Gideon with Cluster Missiles, Overton Modulators, Targeting Computer, Wampa with Elusive, and two Jingoists with Overton Modulators. That that sounds awful to fly against. Five TIE Fighters and two Reapers. Moff Gideon. It's probably, like, really, not probably, is really, really underrated. I think he's the most underrated pilot in Empire. I think if it was super good. If it wasn't for Aiden just literally being a get-out-of-jail-free card, Moff Gideon would take that spot in a heartbeat. 
Yeah, he's really good. I don't know why people aren't playing more of Moff Gideon. I mean, they're starting. To, it looks like they're starting to now. But also, uh, just shove that cloaking device on him and just have him be cloaked for most of the game. And it's just not fun to go against. And, I mean, you have Faroff and the Reaper. They can probably take a strain and still be semi-okay. I mean, even the Jingoists... If they're out of position or something, you know, or whatever, or you can use Orton modulators on that turn where you're going to give them a strain or something. And Moff Gideon has two charges. It's so, so dirty. I do like them in lists with decimators, though, because you just get the strain of the decimator and the decimator's like, I don't care. Yeah. It's brilliant. Yep. Two charges, one recurring. What do you think of Faroff and the Child? It's kind of interesting because I guess they don't necessarily, but like you still have mods going against them, even if you don't have a green token. Still seems kind of iffy to me. I mean, as long as you. So I have noticed one thing when I'm going against the child. Granted, it's also my list, so I'm not straight jousting usually. Um, I don't get a lot of shots on the same target multiple times in a row, unless it's my flanking ship. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you think about it, if you aren't getting the same shot, uh, shots on the same target from round to round, it doesn't really have a use. Like, you know, there's no negative drawback. Fair enough, I guess. Yeah, I mean, also Reapers are a little bit unpredictable because they don't have to do the one bank, one straight aileron. Unless, you know, they want to. So it's going to be a little bit harder to figure out their position, I guess. Also, yeah, he's really fast. If he wants to be. And the last one, one, the Italian system open is Daniel Cuerdo with Rebel Alpha, but sort of. It's a wedge with elusive Predator Proton Torpedoes R4. Fen Rao with Swarm Tactics, Tristan, and R4. Tristan, you can spend a charge on him, reoccurring, change a hit to a crit when you do like a special attack. Yep. Which is cool. Wait, wait. You said Tristan's on Fen Rao? Yes. Yep. I've actually I, oh, I've seen that? it before. Tristan, Tristan yeah. Renz is making an appearance in Rebel Factions. I mean, he's two points. Yeah. <laughs> so... And uh, Dutch with uh, the belly run, dorsal, plasma torps, R3, Kraken with elusive plasma torps, and then Arvel with elusive and crack shot. <laughs> Arvel's what, three points? I believe so. And like, man, you haven't seen Arvel in so long. <laughs> huh. But, so, yeah. did he just have like a block like inside joust me? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I really like the team of Kraken and Dutch because after Kraken shoots, you can give Dutch the target lock and then you can mm-hmm. target lock whoever also needs an attack and kind of adjust that accordingly. And then uh, shoot the Pete Finn is like denying mods for somebody, so that helps. And he's got swarm tactics too, so you can bring up whoever you want to six. Like, if, if Dutch already has a lock or something, you bring him up there, shoot the plasma torps, and then shoot with Wedge, which is really annoying. Mm-hmm. 
or you can bring like Arvel up if you think Arvel's gonna die. I don't know why Arvel's so close to your fen, but you know. Or it could be Kraken shoot his plasma torch first and then give Dutch an action or Wedge a second action yep. to get like the focus for the other stuff. And the ice six coordinate from Friend Row is so good. Yep. Especially maybe you just took like a, a focus with Arvel. And then Fenral can coordinate like a lock and then boost into someone at range zero. Still get your double mods and a crack shot off. There's a lot of tools in there that I like. Yeah, I I like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Everybody hates Wedge in the X-Wing. <laughs> but I, I appreciate that this is a different flavor of Revel Joust. It's not just Wedge, Luke, Fen, Colby, Colby or Dutch. Like, no, yeah. I'm wrong. I like Luke, but it's nice to see Aaron and Arvel taking up the six points that Luke would have. And I think they're, um, you know, a little bit better for, like, assault objectives. And, like, cracking could take a crate. Like, how often are you going to barrel roll with a Z95? And, like, Fen Rao literally can't reposition, so you can take one. Yep. Dutch can take one, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only funny thing about this is that Tristan changes hits the crits, and crits are canceled first on plasma torpedoes. Yeah, but let me bracket. tell you, sometimes even with three agility, you only will one evade against plasma torps. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes they just get a full string, and then they one shot your CLT Jedi. It definitely hasn't happened to me five times in my life. Never. I'm not keeping count. <laughs> I blame Josh. So, uh, I like those lists. Italy had some interesting ideas there. Some good alternative rebels in there. And let's talk about the Netherlands. Also, Unless was that want. the first uh, rebel list that we... No, we had talked about the Luke, Lando, Jake, and all that. All right, never mind. Yeah. So, on to the Netherlands. And we're going to go over something. Only three names have cut numbers next to them on List Fortress. So it's like sort of a top three, but like one of them had to lose, right? Like, I don't know. So we're just going to kind of try to do a top three and talk a little bit about some lists in Swiss. Uh, so the guy who got fourth and or maybe third, Daniel Ath- Athney. Athy. There's no N, Athy. Uh, he had Ray with Shattering Shot, Trick Shot, <laughs> the title Finn and Rose. Uh, Wishla, uh, Kythronali in the Y Wing, uh, Shaza, and then uh, Derek Eager in the Fireball. I was going to say, I know that list until you said Shattering Shot, Trick Shot. <laughs> right. <laughs> Shattering Shot, Trick Shot Ray. Uh, Yeager had the title Targeting Computer M9G8, Heroic and Marksmanship, which is a pretty solid support Yeager. Yeager. And then Shaza, Kythronali, Wishla, all ion turrets. They all have bombs. Wishla has Bombla Generator. The other two have Proton Bombs. Wishla's got the Larry Droid or whatever people call it, so you can actually pass the Calculate token, which is pretty nice. Uh, But, yeah, (laughs) that Ray. I mean, 
don't get obstructed. Uh, like, I guess at that point, you might as well just straight joust, right? <laughs> right? As long as you're not going through obstacles. Although, I have to say, Shattering Shot and Raid isn't, like... So you get to do the dream, right? You can actually get to set, uh, seven red dice for this. Right. But Ray will not have force. Well, you could pass the calculate with Whistler. <laughs> so you get I'll calculate out of there. True, but you still like and you, the uh, fin blank. You have to like. You can M9G8 the reroll the fin blank. <laughs> We're talking about dream scenarios, right? Yes. <laughs> If that person ever did like the range one obstructed chattering shot because you passed the calculate and M9G8 the fin blanket to a hit, I would love that. I would just concede. I mean, my shit's already dead anyways because it's like taking seven hits, but still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. I, it's, I don't, I wouldn't fly it that way. I would definitely have a completely different ray. But. You know, Ray and uh, three Y wings and a fireball fit for some reason. That's a lot of help. There's no justice in this world. <laughs> um, so the runner off is Alex Bolton. He had just uh, an old school tie swarm, he had Wampa oh, yeah. with Disciplined, just one Jingoist with Contraband. Gideon with disciplined crack shot and precision ion engines. Iden with disciplined crack shot precision ion engines. Howrunner with swarm tact as crack shot. Mauler with crack shot jamming beam and scourge with crack shot. Just the seven Tie Fighter list. Now you you love to see it. It's beautiful. Seven Tie Fighters and Iden doesn't have a three die gun. <laughs> yep. And Howrunner swarm tactics Wampa up to a five. Mm-hmm. And Which eight is, TIE Fighters, if you consider popping Aiden's ability as trying to kill another TIE Fighter. True. And that's a lot of crack shots. Five crack yep. shots. I mean, you got, what, five I-5 TIE Fighters? and Or, sorry, three. Three I-5. Three, yeah. Three. You have four once you swarm tactics someone. Right. Three I-5, three I-4, and a one. I heard straight jousting, it's going to be a good idea. Yeah, you know, as long as you're a big base so you can get all the crack shots, I would yep, suggest just, that with that ray. Yeah, burn them off in one round. <laughs> yeah, if he, like, if he uses all of his crack shots, you don't have to worry about crack shot anymore. Exactly. Just, just reinforce and have him crack shot your reinforce each time. It's kind of like a free evade. And then the three discipline. So once you, once the buddies start dying, once that poor ISB yeah, jingoist dies, give, a, give target locks out. Really, really high offense. Yep. Like just all in on offense. Tie swarm. I like it. And then uh, the guy who came in first, Fawn, lying along. People know his name. He's yep. around. He's won things before on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> He had something very similar to Duncan's Republic list. He only switches up the Anakin a little bit. So it's Anakin in the 7B with crack shot, R4P17, and shield upgrade. So he's not doing like the chopper 
spare parts kind of thing. He's just going with the R4P17 shield upgrade. So I actually did talk to Duncan about that uh, at Nova. And the cool thing about Chopper is you can take the Red Evade. Mm-hmm. Like, he used it not to jam, but he took it as shield upgrades, as two additional shield upgrades. And then he started jamming everything. Because you just take the Red Evade, you use Anakin's ability, and then you still get your actions. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really disgusting. Um, you, I mean, you can kind of do the same thing with R4P17, right? Because it's after you fully execute a Red Maneuver. Spend uh, an action. So you, because of the way Anakin would trigger, you have to, you wouldn't be able to chain like a boost with R4 uh, I mean, P17. You, and you, get could the if you still had the same conditions before and after, right? As long as you had like, if you do like a 4K or whatever, have someone in range one or in your bullseye and then boost and still have someone else in your bullseye, can you still remove the red? Yeah, but if you wanted to, you could just remove the stress first and right. then use the boost from the R4 P17 and then get your regular action. Right. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Fun, janky edge case things you can do with an ability that seems really good. And then um, CLDOB with Elusive and R2D2, Contrail, Crackshot, R7A7, Delayed Fuses, Proton Bombs, and then Hound, the C3PO, Corky, Agile Gunner. Seventh Fleet and the useless one point synchronized console on a ship that doesn't shoot. Got him. <laughs> so, tanky list. Yeah. Really good list. You have to be good at flying, but if you are, you can do really well with it. Yep. I imagine he uh, he probably did a, uh, a nice little bait with CLT OB because he can actually handle getting shot at by the ties for him. And Anakin <laughs> just came up around the side and did his thing. Did his thing. And again, yeah. you could reinforce with that lat just in case they are crack shotting you. Cough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Anakin's pretty good at just wiping TIE fighters off the board once he's range one. Yeah, weird how just three force plus re-rolls just super good still. Yep, who would have known? <laughs> and um, so that's like in their top three or four or whatever that worked. <laughs> so I just want to go over some interesting things. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't find anything. I was looking on tabletop TO either. They didn't have like a separate event for the top cut either so i i don't know yeah and there was something weird about them not like listing things yeah. i don't know but there were Whatever. three double decimator lists in the top eight in swiss man <laughs> okay i love that so much you got a rack oikin vermeil which is nuts it's the mm-hmm. second person in swiss you got a morna oikin double jingo wampa and you got like a morna oikin uh, double Jingo Wampa, but it's like a little bit different kind of thing. But uh, yeah, <laughs> that's that's cool. I love decimators. Michigan loves decimators. What's not to love? They're huge and they're, they're funny. Big, nasty, they're big, nasty, scary, evil Millennium Falcons. Yeah, I mean this this rack is ruthless Seventh Sister Death Troopers Tiber Proxy Mines. <laughs> that like, troopers is dirty. Yeah. That like see but it, like you bump people like Oiken's just gonna hit people he's got ruthless and Hondo for some reason child proxy mines in the title 
And then in this list, they had Vermeil with Ruthless, IFB Slicer, and Vader. Nice. <laughs> so you're really just... <laughs> Tiber's the one where you execute a red maneuver, you can do a focus. No, that's Captain Hark. Tiber is the one where you hit someone, and they're not critically damaged. You can spend charges to strain them. Oh, yep. nice. Yeah. Let's give them two strain right off rip. Which is not the best oh, with Brack. Yeah. Turns out, because again, can't be critically injured. But well, <laughs> if it's a direct hit, you're good. Every single Act time pilot. I have used Rack with Tiber, I have critically injured the same person. And they would have shields. It's just they would blank out or something. And I never got Tiber Saxon's ability off, <laughs> <laughs> which is atypical. And just, of course, something that would happen to me. I love it. <laughs> But yeah, it, those are so cool. I mean, Morna, you get a lot of like Vader, Triple Zero, BT One shenanigans. Seven Sisters really good on Oiken because if they like hit you at range zero, you can just give them the tractor and not move them and still attack them as if they're range one. Except for now, they have minus one agility. It's real dirty. Also, the eighth person in Swiss, Franz Bongers. He had Swarm Tactics Fen Rao with Tristan um, R4. Luke with Shattering Shot, Trick Shot, Proton Torpedoes R3. Kraken with Elusive FCS Ion Torps Munition Failsafe. And Callus with Dorsal Turtle, Saw Guerrero, and Hondo. I've been seeing this list on. I've been jumping into Hexile um, sporadically throughout the last couple weeks. I've been seeing variations of this list on Hexiled a lot more. Yeah, we've been seeing Callus a lot more lately, and that's yep. pretty cool. And he is just a pro twerp, right? Yeah. And you got Saw Guerrera, and you have enough support in there via Kraken and Fenrau to actually give them, like, a reinforce and, like, a target lock or whatever. Or just coordinate him, a Hondo coordinate, because that goes out to range three and jam whoever has an extra action. Jam Luke, who cares, right? You yeah, have two target there. locks to jam one of them off, too. Mm-hmm. That's super cool. It's always nice to see, like, a ghost out there. It just, uh, and then, you know, there's a lot of dice mods, obviously, because a lot of people have upgrades now, so Kalos' ability will actually trigger a lot. Mm-hmm. Which, ghosts rolling green dice. You think, <laughs> oh, it's just one green dice, but if they get evades... That's one extra, that's one less damage you push through on this yeah. chunky. Hey, listen, that range three obstructed shot, he's rolling three dice, all right? He's the silencer now. <laughs> and last one I want to talk about quickly. Uh, the person ninth in Swiss, he had Ray, Flyboy Poe, and ZZ, <laughs> which I could respect. I mean, hey, someone's flying these RZ2s. Yeah, ZZ with heroic prockets and advanced optics, which is awesome that that all fits. Yeah, I still think the uh, RZs need to come down a point, though. Yeah. Yeah. Or alternatively, bump some Y-Wings up, so that way you at least have some sort of contention for the point slots between A-Wings and Y-Wings. Don't know. That's the other thing. Like, the Y-Wings just took the spot of the A-Wings, right? I'm just... Boosting with a turret, and I get mods. And I never die because I have all this health. Weird as long how... as nobody focuses me. Yeah, but you know how hard it is to catch a Y Wing? Yes, actually, I do. 
<laughs> we have silencers. I'm sure it's actually easy for you. Not really, because you could three bank boost that way. You could three bank boost the other way. True. They have what? Two hard boost. Like there's just so many options that it's really not even worth chasing. And then I'm just going to drop a bomb on you. It's fair. So that's, um, that's the Netherlands. That was Italy. There's GSP. Let's do good old America. Washington DC ish. I think we're technically actually Virginia. Yeah. But across the street was, uh, Maryland. DC adjacent. Yeah. So, um, we're just going to go top eight, Nova, 84 people. Uh, we're going to start with Cody Wood in top eight. Hey, I know that guy. Yeah, Cody, not respecting our whole podcasting stereotype here of not actually being good at this game. Hey, I went four and one and then one and one in cut. He's also not respecting the First Order faction identity of flying Whisper Kylo and FO Bombers. Yeah. Also very true. Which I think there was like three of that in the top 16. Yeah, you were the only FO player in cut that didn't have a Whisper or a FO Bomber. So congratulations for flying the the superior chassis. Right before we get into Cody's whole experience with Nova, uh, Republic... Rebels and Scum did not make it into cut at all, and there no. was one separatist list. There are, those those factions are on life support in the states. I mean, okay, so I think Republic had four opportunities in day two to make cut, and they went zero for four in the uh, playing game. Rebels, I think, had like a two playing game, but also in day one. There was one rebel list, and they dropped at one and one. I saw, I saw my boy Kieran, R.I.P. Yep. Well, that's his friends were all doing other things, and I mean, X-wing I've, is more about hanging out with the boys than playing X-wing. I feel like so. understandable, but yeah, no, I I saw when um when I was looking through the list, I'm like, oh my god, there's only one rebel faction day one. Also, really pour one out for our local Glenn. The only 0 and 5 player in the entire Nova. Yeah. We love you, Glenn. I don't know what happened to him. He's flying four T-70s. He's been flying four T-70s for years. He flew it at the tournament that we were just at. Same list, same everything. He went two and one. I don't know. <laughs> Poor Glenn. He got nice prize support, though, for the wooden spoon. He brought in a giant crate and their foam cutouts for Star Wars ships in it. So that's cool. Yeah, uh, Cody, talk about your uh, your experience over here at Nova. I was gonna say we want to go over all the lists, and then I can actually like explain everything, like go over everything. Sure. Up first is Cody Wood. He <laughs> had uh, Commander Malaris and the Tie Fighter with concussion missiles. Kylo in the silencer, the better Kylo. What? With extreme maneuvers, sensor scramblers, advanced proton torpedoes. Recoil with Predator and Sensor Scramblers, and Rush with Fanatical, Lone Wolf, and Sensor Scramblers. Yep. So I know Malice, like, sometimes you have clusters. Sometimes you have concussion missiles. I like the range three, three dash shot while denying the range bonus, because the way I'm... Malice is doing two things. He's either being major bait, 
or just like sniping. Um, I want to say, so I played seven games between the two days. I think in three of the games, Malorus didn't even shoot a missile. And yet you still brought him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, like, you know what Malorus did those three games? Evaded, popped ability, and stayed alive for way too long. I mean, she Her, seems my like apologies. a... Yeah, she's a crazy one-eyed psycho lady. Um, she seems like a really good crate carrier. Did you play any of that? So I played Salvage twice, and both my Salvage games were on stream. Huh. That, but yes, that was true. The scenario that I'm absolutely the worst in are the ones that I was on stream, and I went one and one in those games, just in the wrong order. Didn't you play? Didn't you play Resistance both games on stream too? I did. Yes. <laughs> uh, wait, did I? No, the first game was Scum because I mean, it was Han. Uh, oh, yep, yep, Falcon yep, Han. yep, yep, yep. So, and then so wait. Not only did I play Salvage on stream, one of the stream games was like, "Oh, you like hiding behind rocks? Cool, I get two extra die." Oh. You like to take stress? Cool, I get an extra die for that. I'm just like, the, the first salvage game, I picked up a crate with Kylo because, like, I don't, like, eh, whatever. I'm going to keep Kylo alive. Deny me the options of taking stress and being wrong. Yeah, I mean, that is not a not a list for salvage. Especially with your kind of play style. Or, or it's very cagey, boosty, barrel rolly. Yep. That's, I mean, Malice is fine with it. I'll get at least one point, and usually I can pick one up with one of the silencers, preferably Rush, but eh, I mean, sometimes I'll just pick it up with Kylo, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's got the force. He can do stuff. So let's go on to the next top eight person. Uh, John Witherspoon. He also had first order. He also had concussion missile Malaris, uh, but he had scorch with predator fanatical optics, which is uh, your your pretty standard loadout I've seen on scorch. Uh, he had Kylo and Whisper with shattering shot, instinctive aim, predator concussion missiles, optics, and munition failsafe. Seems like another standard <laughs> Kylo Ren loadout. Grudge with elusive electro chaff, skilled bombardier, proxy mines, delayed fuses, and then dread with electro chaff, skilled bombardier, and proxy mines. So I know, uh, like John Travis played the same list, except he had shield upgrade on Scorch instead of the uh, advanced optics. Uh, he had fanatical and shield upgrade, and then even crispy. From my understanding, they hated the chaff clouds in person because placing them is such a pain. Like, all right, we got to lift up four ships, and then we have to like move this objective on top of this, and like, yeah. Ryan and I tried to put one electro chaff cloud down. And we moved and marked the same ship. We only had to move one ship. We moved and marked it 
like six times to find like a decent spot for it to work. So it was like right next to an asteroid. So none of the template angles would ever fit. I got like the corner one, two, trying that. It didn't work. So I can only imagine what it'd be like for more than one ship. Yeah. Oh, man. And that was like in what my first stream game. I had a really bad uh, Han was going over to recloud and trying to get around my rush. And the issue was I lifted up uh, rush, marked him and all this stuff, put the temp, the three hard down. And then when I was trying to put rush down, the very corner of rush was on the template. So every time I tried to do something, rush would just like fall off. (laughs) <laughs> or just like push the template away. Like it was just enough that Rush wouldn't stay on the template. And I had to keep pressure on the ship and the template while trying to get Han around. And it was just a mess. And eventually, like the three hard got pushed away, Rush got pushed. And then we're just like, um, well, we both said this wasn't going to fit. We were just trying to railroad it. And like, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that's pretty close to a lot of other FO lists. It's pretty close to Crispy's list who won this event. Spoilers. Um, might actually be the end. I mean, Skill Bombardier on Chaff Missiles is really disgusting because you can just literally do whatever you want with it. Yeah, here's a five straight. Have fun. <laughs> five straight. What, two banks? Two banks. Three straight. Uh, then you could boost three different yeah. directions and then shoot it and do the exact same mapping. Yep. Something is going to get. All right. So you also, with chat clouds, do not want to land it on the ship because the, uh, the rules. Obstacle things. Uh, yeah. Obstacle rules. Uh, you want it right in front so that then they have a chance of like getting all the jams and getting stressed. Yeah. Also, they have skill bombardier with proxy mines, which is also very terrifying because you can't get in front of them because you have the electro chaff and you do get behind them. They got a really long reach with that proxy mines and boosting. Mm-hmm. It's 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 scary. You can't you can't be in this realm with them at all. Very hard to approach. It is extremely hard to approach, especially if you don't have mobile ships because they're in control of the game. The game state. How often do you think Kylo got shattering shots just because he shot electro chaff? Uh, probably quite often. I feel probably like that's a pretty solid combo. Twice a game, I'd say. Let's see, up next, uh, Jeff McLean. He had Finn with the Predator Heroic Perceptive. Guy, Thernali, but this time with that 9G8. And Ion Turret still. Whistler with Ion Turret and Cluster Mines. Kaz with R2-D2 Shield Upgrade, which is awesome. And then also Chewbacca with Notorious Ray False Transponder Codes in the title. Like, I like this list a lot. A lot, a lot. So, if I remember correctly, I... I do think uh, Grassler played him in the top eight game, and it went to the last round, I think, where like something sort of crazy happened. I might be thinking of the next game when Grassler played Kristoff, though. 
I really like the whole, I have Chewbacca. I have like what, four other ships. <laughs> so you kind of have to kill Chewbacca, but if you do, you're getting strained from notorious and also have Ray. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the most unfun Chewbacca to shoot at I've ever seen in my life. It's such a dirty combo. I love it. Yeah, I wouldn't want to shoot at that Chewbacca. That sounds nasty. Especially when everyone is like Chewbacca and Kaz are both I four, and Wilsa and Kai are two and three, I think, and then Finn's yeah. a two. So you get the strain. It's like you know, more than likely, one of my buddies is going to be able to shoot you with the strain. Yeah, if I'm not shooting you with Chewbacca, someone else will. It's so, so I, I really like this list a lot. I mean, I might switch off like some of the upgrade choices. Like I like the R2D2 shield upgrade on Kaz, but maybe a little bit more offense to bring off some heat. But this is a nice thing about bringing lower initiative ships. The strain doesn't matter yeah. because you already shot. Although mm-hmm. he does have two I2s. Right. And the R2D2, because it's like the resistance one you get like that deplete at the end so you can just do a blue maneuver and get rid of it and still essentially have regen again it kind of sucks if you're going against a wampa but you know that is what it is i kind of want to play this list in real life (laughs) i might i might actually do that uh last top eight nick tobin he also had shazazaro uh but he also had jarek ray and poe so you fit poe and ray and then also a y-wing and a fireball and an i-5 fireball yes um jarek had a Concussion missiles, false transponder code, starting computer. Ray had what is typically I would see on Ray of heroic, Rose, Finn, novice tech, and false transponder codes. Yeah, it seems pretty standard. Yeah, and then Poe with heroic, crack shot, ferrosphere, R4 overdrive, and ion torps. And that that just seems <laughs> very like you hit so hard. <laughs> I don't know. Like what, what is your targeting priority here? I mean, it is commander Poe, so it's not like Flyboy Poe, but like you can still give out all their actions to people. I mean, the target priority is Ray. You just like, you have to kill Ray first because she hits too hard and you have to have the firepower to do it. Yeah. And then if you do kill her, she's eight points, which is a pretty mm-hmm. big swing in the game. And she will die as long as she's not, like, double evading everything. Yeah, but, I mean, he's still got Poe to deal with. He's got Ion torpedoes. Shaza's Ion turret. Like, there's still Ion control in here. That that just looks like a pain in the ass list to go against. I would love to see that list go against that Chewbacca list, though. I want to see what would happen. Just, just this decimation. Okay. Uh, going top four. Uh, Duncan Howard. Uh, not a surprise. Duncan Howard's kind of basically one of the best players in the game right now, if not ever. Maybe so, just a little bit. Just, just slightly. 
That's the height advantage. <laughs> it really is. So he brought Flyboy Poe without maneuver, R4, Ferrosphere, Overdrive, Spare Part Canisters, and like Jamming Beam, which is crazy because that is you have to not get shot at with that Poe. And he knows how to not get shot at if he doesn't want to get shot at. And he brought Ray and Kova too. So it's a three ship resistance list. Kova had heroic Leia R4, pretty standard. Uh, pretty standard Ray too, except for this had engine upgrade instead of any um, illicit. And that uh, it's Duncan Howard. Do you, he flies really well and then kind of does what he wants. So. Also, I actually really like Outmaneuver more than I like Protorps because, so I played, this was my uh, Swiss loss, was against Duncan Howard. Uh, and the Outmaneuver is really good if you get to range one. And let me tell you, if you have a two-speed boost, it's real easy to get to range one. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought? Surprise. Um, also, I uh, going into the tournament... Mm-hmm. He didn't realize if you roll two greens with Ray and it's like eyeball blank, you can add a blank and then rose the eyeball. Yeah. And then um, heroic it. I told him that in round two when we were playing and he was just like, what? Oh, yeah, of course I'm going to do that. <laughs> and then, of course, he rolls two evades. Yeah. I mean, you don't need to do that if you just daddy everything. <laughs> like He heroic into two evades after I like told him like he could do this like. That was two damage I really needed to do on Ray. You should have told him that after the shot, Cody. (laughs) Next time. Lesson learned. Would that two health would have won you the game? No, absolutely not. But it would have got me uh, four more points. (laughs) I would have lost, I think, 22 to 17 instead of 22 to 13. Because I played him in chance encounters. Hmm. Which is good because I didn't kill one of his ships. I mean, you did better than most people would have done against Duncan Howard in Chance Encounter, so. Yeah, uh, I was one of the, I think he only lost a ship, like, twice. Jesus. Even and crazy, not man. Got, yeah, I even tried to, like, blow by Ray and, like, go into Kova, but when you have an outmaneuver Poe and a Ray behind you, you sort of. Can't ignore that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another top four, Jonathan Grasser. Seen his name plenty of times. He had a HLC Juke, Malice, Vader, Ion Cannon, uh, Elusive Iden. Just one Jingo with Contraband, Wampa with Elusive, and then Faroth with Seventh Sister. Yep, he went undefeated day one. Duncan had the highest strength of schedule day one, and then I had the second highest strength of schedule day one. So uh, Grasser and Duncan. Played, I think, round four. But, yeah, I mean, this is a pretty standard uh, Defender Vader build, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Fair really tanky, and if you decide to stress in front of her, him, they, them. Captain. Uh, <laughs> Captain, yeah. Um, yeah, here's a tractor token. Or a jam. Yeah, it's so... 
it, Seven Sister is so good. I mean, we've talked about plenty of times how Matt flies Seven Sister and how much Matt loves Seven Sister. I love Seven Sister. <laughs> but uh, just, just tractoring things that hit you. You don't even have to move them. Like, if you don't want them to shoot at you to have a good shot, you don't have to move yeah. them. Just have other ships shoot at the person that's on you. It's so good. I don't care yeah, how they get in action. Yeah, like Vader, like you don't. Vader doesn't need any help pushing damage through, but he'll take he'll take the tractor token if you're going to give it to him. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's so good. Congratulations, Grasser. I'm sorry you didn't get top two again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so fun fact about that. Uh, it was. So the cut was Sunday. Saturday night, we all went out to a bar, and we were harassing Chris Allen to make a crate bet, like just cuts. And then uh, it was decide, like it came up, like just at least do Will Grass would be the bridesmaid again. Yeah. So there was one crate bet, and it was Will Grass would be the bridesmaid. And he was so close. He was Almost. the bridesmaid to the bridesmaid. <laughs> Legitimately, too. <laughs> Okay, runner-up, Kristoff. He had Ray, Jarek, Kai Thernali in the Y-Wing, Shaza, and Wishla. Because Ray had patience. His patience, heroic, rose, fin, engine upgrade, Ray. Why not? Uh, so this is my cut loss right here. And we were joking. He almost brought compassion. And then the joke was, if Ray kills Kylo... While Kylo kills Ray. We have to hug on the table and show compassion. <laughs> he he has to bring you back from the dead. Yeah. He has to stab you there on the table, and then no, you resuscitate her. I don't remember what happened in that movie, man. Yeah, I think that's what happened. <laughs> I, sure, I watched it once. Yeah. Same. Uh, but he also had Jarek with concussion missiles over to modulator starting computer. But his Y wings were a little bit different. Kaithanali and Shaza had elusive. And Kaithanali had ion cannon, the turret. He's the only one that had the ion turret. And he had proton bombs, engine upgrade, targeting computer. Shaza and Wishla had thermal detonators and dorsals, mm-hmm. which is an interesting choice. Uh, did like those dorsal turrets dissuade you from doing anything to him, Cody? Uh, well, it ended up killing Rush, but uh, <laughs> a little bit. Uh, really, I just wanted nothing to do with that because like, it's a lot of health. Like, I can't focus fire without losing a silencer. Um, it was the thermals that sort of like dissuade, uh, dissuaded me more than anything else. I was going to say dropping a lot of bombs like that. Did he mm-hmm. ever reload in the game against you by chance? No, but he did activate Kai's ability against me. Oh, isn't that fun? It didn't matter for anything, but it did happen. People forget Kai Thrally has an ability, but it's actually probably the better abilities of all the other garbage fly wings that are three points. Mm-hmm. I say garbage as in cheap, not like bad. That one's when you fly through one of your friendly ships. You could uh, do an evade action. Should have brought Juke. <laughs> Juke Thrally. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that seems like, again, just take Ray and shove four other semi-functional, really cheap ships in there. Yep. So the way, he flew it, the way he flew it was Ray was on one flank, 
the three Y wings were together, and Yarek was actually off to the side, like trying to get like a flank, or in his case, he was like a nice little salvage uh, holder, um, and then just shove the Y wings up, and here's the threat. Good luck. That seems like a lot of really interesting resistance lists. Small I variations. Think, I think there was four in the top eight. We actually had a chance of an all resistance top four. Yeah, I think there was six in the top sixteen. Is what it looks like, which is real silly. That's it's ridiculous. But hey. remember when people said that resistance was really bad? I, I was there. Three people brought it to a, like a like a whole tournament and stuff. Uh, maybe maybe they just didn't have Y wings at their store. Maybe that's why they all thought it was bad. Yeah, or they only had two. Y wings are pretty good. Yeah, two and couldn't find a couch. <laughs> uh, so the winner, uh, crispy Chris Patrick, still Dude, winning things. We were just talking about that guy. Yeah, completely different at, event. At what point does it become tyranny? <laughs> um, I'll give you an, if he wins. More than like half of the GSP events, I, that would be that would be tyrannical. Well, the GSP finals coming up next month. Mm-hmm. I'd, say if, I'd say if he wins that, then yeah, it's officially tyr- tyranny. And these are all and, evil planets, right? So it's very thematic. And mm-hmm. he's flying the first order. They're yeah. like they're they're the fascist faction incarnate. Hyper fascist. Yep. Uh, but he had Kylo and the Whisper with instinctive aim, shattering shot. Predator, concussion missiles, optics, munitions, failsafe. He's been flying that for a bit. Malarus with marksmanship cluster missiles. Scorch with Predator, fanatical optics. And then Dread with Electro Chaff, Skill Bombardier, Proxy Mines. Grudge with Elusive, ATP, Electro Chaff, Skill Bombardier's Proxy Mines. Yeah. I'm curious why he has ATP over something like... Uh, delayed fuses, but I also didn't win everything the way he yeah. does. Yeah, I'm not going to question his list building choices. Yep. It just seems kind of bad, though, if you hit someone at range zero and you're forced to shoot at him with ATP. Yeah, I mean, oh well, you probably won't get to do damage anyways. Get that free calculate. But he's the guy who he invented this list, correct? If I'm remembering things correctly. Yep, he invented it, and I think it was the second, no, it was the first GSP event. That he ended up winning because that was yeah. the one I went three one dropped and you needed four wins to uh, uh, get yeah. into the cut. What a flex! Hey, I had things to do that day. I don't remember what it was, but well, yeah. Uh, congratulations, Crispy again. It was actually really cool to meet him. A really nice kid. He's going to school and everything too. So I don't know how he's making time for X Wing and dominating like he is, but. <laughs> Um, I know him and Duncan, like, so you got to see the entirety of the top four in the cut, uh, because GSP did a nice little side by side. Um, and it was Grasser and Kristoff. It came down to the last turn, uh, to see who was going to win. And like grass was Vader died. Oh, geez. And, and then he had to like kill Ray. And he did, wasn't able to kill Ray, so and that was game. It's brutal. Yep. 
And I know the final wasn't really much of anything because, uh, like, Kristoff's entire list got chat clouded and yeah. then murked. Yeah, uh, chat cloud seemed to be very good against Ray. And that's not anything that she wants to see. Yeah, especially, like, yeah, I'm on the chat cloud. I can't target lock. How sad. Right. You're going to have to, like, take an incoming shot and then try to rose that target lock off of them. But you can't, like, acquire target locks because you're on the chaff cloud. But if you go through it and get the jam, then you're going to have to, like, try to cycle through. And it's really awkward. Yep. And poor, poor Ray. So. And it's not like Ray can be anywhere because they're bombers with skilled bombardier electro chaff missiles. Like, it doesn't yeah, matter where you are. She's a large base with limited maneuverability options. Yep. Yeah. Although that does mean the bombers can't boost over her. True. So they just drop it behind anyway. Yeah, so they just drop it behind them. <laughs> uh, yeah, but... Overall, though, Nova was a great time. Like, having the two days was amazing. Uh, major shout-out to uh, Duncan. Uh, that's, so we all played Friday, and then Saturday he showed us uh, Udvar at the Aerospace Museum, which was really cool. Like, I was giddy the entire time, I'm not going to lie. We got so to stay next Stand next to a Blackbird. This, uh, they had the Discovery, the Space Shuttle Discovery there. Uh, a whole bunch of like Gemini capsules, like F-14, F-18, the X-35s, the Concorde. Like, I was giddy. Um, so that was really cool. Um, also, uh, he showed me the value of um, advantage templates. <laughs> and it is significant. So uh, in our game, he did a uh, four straight boost array, and then he slooped. We did my templates for the sloop because it's my side of the table, right? Using the uh, Bin Keller uh, uh, crate bounty <laughs> templates that you finally um, got. I finally got beautiful templates, by the way. But I don't know how much long I can use them because. Uh, so we did our sloop. And he was off the board by, I'd say, two, three millimeters. So we, we rinded, and we used his templates all along. Uh, like, and because you have so much bigger room, and I, apparently his was like a little bit shorter than mine, uh, Ray fit by like five millimeters. It's like, huh. <laughs> that explains why he keeps winning. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly <laughs> why. And then I was thinking about it, like, in my cut game I lost, I tried to do a barrel roll boost, and when I was doing it, the boost was just almost in the uh, thing. There's, you just see a little bit of the mat. I'm just like, if I had thinner templates, this would fit perfectly, and I'd be able to take like these this range two shot at Ray, like push more damage through, and all this stuff at re with recoil. Like, uh. uh, yeah. Overall, like everybody I played against was a blast. Like, big shout out to Kristoff. Uh, like our stream game, like you, nobody really picked up, but cracking jokes. Like he was a really enjoyable person to play against. Uh, a little bit salty that uh, his Yerick survived. I think I had a. I did the math, and with one force on uh, Kylo, I had an 80% chance of one-rounding his Yarrick. And instead, I only did, like, three damage. Hell yeah. Uh, I did draw a double weapons failure, though. 
Oh, it was like you're playing my ray then. <laughs> yeah. Like I didn't want to draw the weapons to save it on Yerik. I wanted it on Ray or something. <laughs> um I'm still never gonna forgive you for that. And then also like had a little silly interaction where he rolled two eyeballs and it hit and tried to fin at a cloak silence. I was like, unfortunately you can't do it. So he just like changed one because I'm a cloak silencer. I think it was range three with lone wolf focus. And after all my mods, I got one paint. I'm just like, oh, cool. I was about to say, this scenario seems very familiar. Yeah, I'm like, this yeah. sounds like Cody rolls yeah, to me this, now. This sounds like every time you play the silencer, this is what happens. Yeah, it was bound to happen. I was like thinking, like, I didn't have any bad blank outs. And I guess that was close enough. You willed willed it into existence. Yep. Uh other like but what else? Uh stream games were cool. Oh, first game uh was against Nate May. I know we played in Ohio, but I've never actually played against Nate. This is our first time playing. Oh nice. And the final score was twenty one twenty one. I killed his uh I why can I not think of these T seventy names? The uh, stress boy. Nine nub. Nine nub on the last turn. And then the way the uh, points, uh, like it was on scramble. And he had initiative last. So I wasn't able to actually like, he was able to claim two of them and I had a third one. So time was called during the engagement. And it was just like, okay, well, um, what do we do? We just called a judge, like, what tide? Do we draw or do we just, like, final salvo? And they're like, you could draw if you really want to. It's a double loss. And I was like, okay, we'll final salvo. And I ended up winning that. Um, my first stream game, I didn't realize until after I did it if my malice would have died. Like, granted, I had three health, and it was a 3v3, and I had a focus. Uh, if my malice would have died, we would have tied that game. <laughs> Cody, I would have loved for you to have gone through this tournament, tied every single round, and win all final salvo. Uh, the game after that, I went against the Joyce form. And it took Duncan Howard, like, a little shouting, uh, save me, Duncan Howard, to keep my Malice alive. <laughs> uh, because Malice was on a. T- Malice got a panicked pilot on a turn I used the ability into a loose stabilizer. So I had to do a five straight to get out of range one of all of his droids. Uh, Nattied to stay alive <laughs> multiple times. And then I had to do a two straight, two straight. And then the last turn, if uh, there was another turn, I would have been off the board. Because the one hard way doesn't fit. Uh, but luckily, I won that game 20 to 19. Jesus. I... Uh, was able to double cap a spot to versus uh, one droid, and that got me the win. I had a combined four health in that game. <laughs> it was quite a comeback because another thing, like, so I round one, uh, round two, uh, did a decloak three bank target lock boost with Kylo and APT to droid and did two damage to it and now it 
it took me like three turns to like get another shot in this droid. And then he had a nice little kill box on Rush. Rush survived. And then Rush just like took a random 2v5 uh, and died. Got like, him. Okay. That'll do it. <laughs> yep. But yeah, all the games were fun. Uh, didn't really have any. I didn't only played against one Defender Vader. Didn't get a chance to not, uh, block him off the board. <laughs> First cut game went well. Like it was just a lot of fun. Like I said, everybody was a lot of fun. It was cool to actually play in person X Wing. I think it was like I played two games since Adept account in person. And uh, lots of beer. Shout out to Travis Johnson who snuck a cooler in on Thursday, then got yelled at by security and had to remove it by hotel security, and then was able to sneak it back, uh, sneak it downstairs eventually, anyways. <laughs> uh, but he was the beer supplier, so we were able to drink and have fun during the games and after the games. That sounds like a blast of a time. I wish I could have gone, but my whole everything was <laughs> COVID. Couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, the plan is every year to go to a different Smithsonian for Nova. Uh, it is moving. It's going to be more closer to D.C., I think, like more downtown D.C. Oh, that'd be cool. Uh, it's going to be a little bit harder to get to, from my understanding, but there's going to be a lot more space, and hopefully the hotels aren't going to charge you an arm and a leg for everything. I like downtown D.C. It's, it's pretty nice. I was there earlier this year, and accidentally was part of the United States' largest anti-abortion rally. Oh, nice. They were protesting. I was just walking around the streets going to the museums. I didn't know that about you, but it's nice to yeah, know. I just... Yeah, surprise. So I might be in the background of some random person's picture. But, uh... I mean, that was uh, fitting because the Atlanta system open was the, uh... It was... Just pride, right? No, that was uh, Cleveland. Cleveland. That was, um, Origins. Origins, yeah. Not Cleveland, uh, Cincinnati. Does that still go on? Uh, this was many years ago when we went. I know, I but do, I didn't know if Origins is still a thing. I do think it is. I think it is. I'm not sure if they have X-Wing there right now, but I wanted to go there for Keyforge and then COVID it. And now they don't have any uh, logarithms. You know, they actually did essentially a, um, well, they moved, FFG sold it to the people who originally made it. So now they're in control of the game. They did essentially something that's like Kickstarter for it. And they're just basically redid everything. So they are actually coming out with the fourth, fifth. Oh my God, is it the sixth that and sixth that uh, for Keyforge? So it actually looks really good. They're releasing stuff, teasers and things. Be a high enough tier on that, you get a whole deck named after you. That's legal for tournament play. Hmm. And they just brought back uh, like organized play at RIW for Keyforge every Wednesdays and Saturdays, alternating. Oh, that's nice. Dude, yeah. Can we play X-Wing at RIW or no? You could. I think it would also be Wednesdays and you'd have to like try to reserve an area. Oh, hard pass. Yeah. Yeah, they they generally are very busy with magic stuff every week, but I can like try to talk to Pam. They never really been too into X-Wing though. They have, they have that one event. 
Yeah. I think that was yeah, the they, only event they had. They sell all the stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's not far from me either. I wouldn't mind playing there, but yeah, I mean, it's like two miles from my house. It'd be great. I still think we need something downriver though. I don't we got to find stabbed. a game store downriver. I know. Let's open up a game store downriver. Okay. I think that's uh, it for our episode, right? I mean, it was mostly talking about lists, but I think there's a lot of cool insights and in speaking about which lists and our ideas for them. I mean, yeah. And next time, hopefully we can talk about like changes, point changes and talk about the uh, new uh, like scenario packs and new cards coming out. Oh yeah. Those things look so cool. Yeah. I'm pretty and excited we about it. Might get a points update when that happens. That'd be pretty cool. God, Maybe we can so. get less chaff. Up, up, up. That's what they say. Notorious. Up, up, up. Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> so. But anyways, um, thanks for listening, everyone. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at thebestbinbenchwarmers at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitch. Good luck. And Twitter at uh, mybenchwarmers. Don't forget to, to rate us on any podcasting service you have. Thanks for listening. Thank you, everybody. Have a good one.